to the Perfect Gift Podcast. I'm your host, Rufus Johnson. And I'm your co-host, Lakeisha Johnson. And we invite you to pull up a chair or listen in your car or office as we journey the road of adoption, special needs, and more. Our hope is to share with you how others just like you have embarked upon this fun, yet one-of-a-kind special needs journey. Join Join us us for for the the Perfect Perfect Gift Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to the Perfect Gift Podcast. We're so glad you're here. In this first episode, you'll learn a little bit about our story and what we plan on creating with this podcast. But before we start, wow, Lakeisha, we finally did it. I know. This has been in the works for a while, and I want to just credit Rufus. He's done a great job of getting prepared for this, and so we're just excited just to engage with you all and just share about our family. Yeah, thank you. Uh, This... I've had this idea for what almost a year and a half yep. mm-hmm. and I would start, stop, start, stop. And finally I just told myself, you know what? You got to get over the fear of, mm-hmm. and just do it. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> it's different, but we're going to give this a try and yep. see how it goes. Are you ready for this? I am ready. You saw like you're ready. I am. Good deal. All right. So the reason, I, the reason why I started this podcast is that we talked with family after family that either fostered or adopted a child or they were adopted themselves. Our family's adoption journey was something that we did not expect to experience. But as we continued with this journey, we found ourselves gifted with a beautiful little girl that just so happened to be special needs. Mm-hmm. And man, that was a, yep. that's a, a, a fun journey. So Now, as I use the word gifted, because I feel like we not only chose her, but God chose us and he had his hands on the entire process um, from the moment we were introduced Mm -hmm. to her. Um, I remember the first time that we saw her, um, I did not want to put her down. So, yes, I literally had to be like, Rufus, can like I hold her a little bit? <laughs> and I fought it. Yes, he uh, did. But he uh, finally let me hold her, and, and we both instantly fell in love with her. Yes, we did. It is with this journey, we were thrusted into the world of special needs. We had no clue what to expect. Exactly. But we knew we would figure it out and how to make make it work and have some fun in the process. So with this podcast, I thought this would be a good way to share our past, present, and future experiences with the goal of benefiting others. Mm -hmm. Our intention is to create community and support awareness for our listeners and our family and friends. Yes. So um, as we embark on this, Keisha and I have two different personalities. Mm -hmm. So she's the more serious, structured person, and I am definitely the more playful yes <laughs> hey let's go let's just do it and it but it balances it, it we really balance does. each other out we we've been married for at the time of this recording about 14 years it's been 17 years Ooh. total and so we have learned over time how to navigate those differences and yeah. how to let each other walk in those different and now we still get a little bit frustrated with each other at times because differences just make people frustrated i think you get frustrated with me more i i do <laughs> 
He's telling the truth. But but we've learned how to balance that. And I think both of our blends of personalities really helps us with caring for our daughter. daughter. Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree with Mm -hmm. that. And it's like a perfect blend yes. for her. Yes. So, yes. because it's so serious Yes. with her, there are moments when we do have to be serious. Yes. And for the record, I just want to say, I do have a serious side. He does. He knows how to turn that on when he needs to, but silly, playful, fun that's is my his, first that his, that's his primary that's my personality. So. I have to do it. <laughs> yeah. I have to do it. Yeah. So we really do hope that you guys enjoy this podcast. Yes. We really do. Um, what we're going to do now is talk about our journey. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to let Lakeisha talk about what led us to adopt. Absolutely. So I have a medical diagnosis that essentially makes pregnancy risky for myself and for a baby. And so we did originally with my doctor's blessing and support, you know, we did try to have me removed from medication that I take to treat uh, my, my diagnosis just to see, okay, can I first be healthy and whole without the medication and then see pregnancy would be the second step. But um. Fortunately, I wasn't able to do that, and we just made the decision as a family that it would be better to have a a healthy whole mom and dad and a a child as opposed to having me not be at my best and potentially harming a child also. So it was a hard decision, but it was the healthy and right Right decision decision for us. And so that's what really thrusted us into deciding, okay— what is going to be our next step? Because we wanted to have children, but how do we do this? And we looked at all of our options and, and adoption just really seemed to be what we landed on as the option that was best for us. Agree. Agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we lived in, in Baltimore, Maryland for a few years and we actually started the adoption journey there. Mm-hmm. Um, but life happens mm-hmm. and I ended up losing my job mm-hmm. um, due to a reduction in force. Mm-hmm. And so we had to halt the adoption process. Uh, That was not easy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I still remember just that entire process. And along the way, we met some great friends. Yes, we really did. Um, Some, some great friends um, when we lived there in Baltimore, Um, but we did have to stop. Mm -hmm. And so we came back home to San Antonio and started the process up again a few years after being back. Mm -hmm. And then from there um, is where God kind of thrusted us into a journey that we did not know we were going to get introduced to. Yes. So we chose to go from a private adoption process, which we were doing in Maryland and switch to foster to adopt. And so that was a, a, a different process for those of you all who've ever had had experience being a foster parent, you know, that it's a lot of training, a lot of paperwork. It's a very different experience than a a private adoption was, but, um, but that's where we decided to go that step process. And that's how we got introduced to the princess to, to our daughter. So let's talk about that process of foster to Mm -hmm. adopt. Mm -hmm. So essentially the beauty of it is, is that you have the opportunity to to parent children that really need a safe, loving, loving. environment. Right. And we were just fortunate that our daughter really, it was a really straight process for us, which yeah. oftentimes it may not be. The if case. you're not familiar with, with fostering, even with private adoption, this is the same thing, that the goal for the agencies are reunification of that child with their family, family of origin because just research shows that that is the ideal place for a child to be. But if that family or, or if there's not a family member that is 
healthy enough or stable enough right. to be the right place for that child to be, then those agencies are going to say, okay, we can't find anyone within the biological family. So now we're going to look in the community to find a family for that child. And so that's where, where we came in. And so how it happened is we were actually in a training session that's a part of the fostering process to become a, a licensed foster family. And re- we feel that during one of those sessions, the director who was teaching us the session, session. that night or that day got a call for an emergency placement. And she looked right at us. And she looked right at us, but we weren't licensed, right? So she couldn't really uh, dedicate that child to us at that point, but she had other families that were licensed that can serve in that capacity of the emergency placement family. And so literally a few weeks after that exchange, we get this text that, hey, we've got a little girl girl for you (laughs) with a beautiful picture of her. And they're like, do you want to meet her? And we were looking at each other like, Like, well, I get this happened quicker than we thought. And for the record, I'm going to interject real quick. For the record, I did not want a little girl. Mm -hmm. I wanted a little boy for for the life of me. But it was funny. Um, So many people kept saying, nope. You guys are going to have a girl. Mm-hmm. Even when we lived in Maryland, mm-hmm. everyone was like, no, you're going to have a girl. It's like, mm-hmm. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got introduced to Adira. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the name that we gave her. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'll let you finish. Sure, sure. So like Rufus kind of a, a, may have alluded to, you know, we got to meet her and we instantly, you know, fell in love with her. She was you could literally hold her in one hand. She had to be five mm-hmm. months old at that point. So cute. I mean, her little cry sounded like a little banshee Angie. crying. Like, I mean, <laughs> she was just the most precious thing. Yes. Um, and, and so, but we did not know that she did have some diagnoses, diagnoses. and had more to come in the future as we um, journeyed with her. Right. But, but at that point we just fell in love with the beautiful little girl that needed a family and we were willing to be the family for her. So it, it was a really great, magical first meeting like we just fell in love with her a sight as soon as we saw her it was like love at first sight with her and it took us a while to share the news with our family only because we we had not finished the process Mm -hmm. um at that time so we were keeping it a secret from the family i remember every time we were going out to the particular foster parents home uh your mom would call yeah (laughs) while we were in in route and we had to lie to your mom like your mom where are y'all going Oh, we're going to visit some friends. We technically were going to visit some friends, but there was another motive to it. So, yeah. So it was fun to finally unveil the secret that we've been holding for a while. Um, And that really started the journey for our whole Whole family. family. And, and we have been blessed to have great support from everybody. And so we, we just cannot, we publicly want to say thank Thank you to them um, just for the support along the way. I think this may be a good time to kind of talk about some of the diagnoses just so you all can get the special needs parts. I don't know if you want to do that. Yeah, I can, I can knock some of it out. Okay. We can kind of tag team it. Sure. So the, the big diagnosis that Adira has, she has a few. Mm -hmm. Uh, The big one is cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. So there were complications um, when Adira's birth mom was birthing her. There were complications from the birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Adira came out seven or eight weeks. Yeah, seven weeks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a little hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was in the hospital for about five, six weeks by mm-hmm. herself. Mm-hmm. Um, in the NICU. In the NICU. And th- that's when they diagnosed her with, well, unofficially diagnosed her with cerebral palsy. We had to wait a while for the true official 
diagnosis, but cerebral palsy being one of the di- diagnoses. The other diagnosis is epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And so she has certain types of seizures that we have to consistently monitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so those two are two big ones. Mm-hmm. And then I'll let you talk about the other ones. Sure. So we also have cortical vision impairment for her, um, which she does have vision, thankfully. And and thankfully, out of all the type of vision impairments there are, this is the only one that actually can improve Proof. over time. Right. So we have her in different therapies and things like that for to address all of these issues that we've just talked about. Right. And then uh, in 2020, we also had to have we had several surgeries that's a that's a different conversation but during the pandemic we had a lot of surgeries but what did COVID do to you (laughs) but one of the surgeries was a g-tube surgery so we all she's also g-tube dependent um she can safely eat foods orally but we're primarily getting her nourishment to her um through the g-tube so those are the four things that we're really managing and monitoring um on a day-to-day basis basis mm-hmm. yeah and that g2 process was wild mm-hmm. it took us a while to get there mm-hmm. it took us both a while yeah to... me me more than rufus it took but but again these are these are the type of content that we love to share with you guys yeah, in the future, future to kind of give you the depth of our experience journey. and our journey and, and hope that you will be able to resonate with you yeah. or that you also will be able to learn and even contribute to the conversation. So this is kind of gives you an idea of a snapshot of, of what? what our life is like. And and so I know Rufus is going to share in a moment, just what you can expect from future content from us in the podcast. I like that little transition you just did there. Thank you. <laughs> so what we're going to talk about throughout the podcast is a little bit about our journey what we're learning mm-hmm. and experience as a special needs family, uh, just the day-to-day diagnosis, mm-hmm. um, how we're coping, mm-hmm. how we're not coping, mm-hmm. um, a little bit about counseling mm-hmm. uh, and how throughout this process you need help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes you, you, our help comes from the Lord, as the scripture says, but mm-hmm. the Lord is also <laughs> gifted people with wisdom yep. to counsel you Damn. through these, through these tough moments. And so, you know, we'll talk a, a little bit about that. We'll have some guests mm-hmm. that'll come on. Uh, some of these guests are going to range from uh, other families that have either adopted um, special needs children, some not even special needs children. Some, you know, we'll cover about adoption in general. We'll do some transracial mm-hmm. adoption stories. So a good friend of mine from high school, um, definitely going to have him on to talk about how they adopted two children that are African-American. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll have some families on that will discuss about losing a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that one, that one might be a little tough. That'd be an emotional one, but, but it's, but, you know, and I hope you get from Rufus's description, like there's going to be a variety, variety of topics. So whether it's family based, whether it's therapists, there's therapists that we've worked with over the years with yes. Adira that when you talk about occupational therapy, physical therapy. It, it, I mean, it's a whole oh, village yes. that helps a special needs family. And yeah. we just want to get some insights from our village. Right. Um, and also from others that may be able to help you in your journey too. Right. And, and not just that, mm-hmm. I, I want to make it known that, you know, we'll also do some fun things, yeah. uh, how to have fun with your special needs child. Mm-hmm. And so we'll try to our best to get some people from, there's this organization here in San Antonio called Morgan's Wonderland. Mm-hmm. So we'll, get some people from them to, to come in and, and try to speak with us uh, just to give some input. Um, educational, you know, we'll talk about IEPs. We'll talk about arts. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the legal process. 
uh, whether that is the legal process for adoption or the legal process that you have to go through mm-hmm. with setting up educational plans for your children. Mm-hmm. So, and then one of the, the big things for me too, as well is to also have someone to come in and talk to us about financials, setting up a will, setting up a special needs trust, all of these things where we want to pour out our experience mm-hmm. to those that have either gone before us and then can impart wisdom to us and to our listeners but also for those that are coming behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big things that I also want to talk about is really two big things. One, to really talk to African-American families that have special needs children. Because statistically speaking, we really don't talk about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I and, was, I know, and I know you can't see us right now, but we are African-American families. So that may connect why Rufus has an interest in that. I think they by our names. Okay, well, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. I'm sorry, but no, we're, you know, we're going to have that conversation and just be real. Mm-hmm. We, we definitely want to be real. Um, it may not be easy conversations, but we, we want to be real. And then my favorite is we're also going to have a men's only segment. So probably every four or five months, you know, we'll have a dedicated session just for men, just for the dads. Um, of special needs children, just to hear a dad's version of the journey. Um, Because everyone has a different journey. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a different way of experiencing it and a different view. Mm -hmm. And so I really would like to focus on the men and encourage the men Mm -hmm. that are going through these type of journeys. Mm -hmm. So I don't know about you. What are you, what are you looking to do? Well, I think you've covered a lot of it. Um, We're just wanting at the end of the day, just to share insights from our experiences and those that have been supportive and taught us so much and the hopes that we can impart into you all and give you that support. But also, like Rufus said earlier, just to create that community for us, the special needs community is near and dear to our hearts. And we've just been so embraced by it. And so we want to extend that to all of you and just have a further reach and just know that this is a safe place to ask the questions, to have the conversation and to have the community as well. So we're just excited to be able to journey together with you all. Absolutely. So as we get ready to land this plane, Mm -hmm. some of you may be wondering, how am I going to listen to the podcast? Well, our goal is to have this on all applications, whether that be Apple, Spotify, Audible. I believe, yeah, Audible does have a Mm -hmm. podcast section. Mm -hmm. So we're going to launch this out and we'll see how this goes. If you guys have feedback, you have comments. Absolutely. Please let us know. We're going to have a, an Instagram page for the Perfect Gift Podcast. I'm looking at Lakeisha because she's the Instagram person. And I'm looking at him like, oh, I didn't know we were adding this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, yeah, we're going to do that. And we really look forward to it. Thank you for joining us for the Perfect Gift Podcast. We would like to thank Geekdom Podcasting Studios and Ben Fox for editing. We hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast and will join us for the next one. See you next time. Please.